episode everybody. audio's on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I take back my dramatic no then. <laughs> oh no. We're on episode six of the Rad Batch. We've got, let's see, we got Bad Batch to talk about today, Loki, Star Wars news. Oh, I'm Stacy. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. We should do that. Intros for YouTube. <laughs> should, we do, should we do like, hi, Stacy? No. We're doing that? No. No. <laughs> but that's me. And you can go next. I'm though. Joe. Hi, I'm Joe. And we're streaming from our garages, Joe and, and I. So. Yeah, not from a truck this time. <laughs> it, it's nice. I like your um, paper towel collection. I'm jealous of your paper towel collection, actually. I am, I'm that that level of uh, adulthood. Sweet. Where I'm just like, man. You can you can see paper towels? Yeah, there's like, I can see your bookcase. <laughs> I'm Nikki. Man, I just like I'm jealous of your garage. I wish I had a place to put that many paper towels. <laughs> that 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 is you know a true adulting kind of scenario here. That's not why I, Steve, am <laughs> jealous of your garages. Oh no, there's lots of reasons I'm jealous of your garages. I, Joe has something in his. There we go. I did like all this setup behind me, and then you you, you like killed my momentum with uh, well, like your paper towel collection. Was, At least I told you. How you know? There's a clone trooper helmet here. You just can't That's see it now because I moved. I like, your, I like your work in progress helmets and your 3D I printer. Get, I was trying to get themed for Rad Batch. You Bad have Batch. one of these. I have one of these. Oh, I got, I got a real one of those. Well, I've got a. This is a, a little one. This is a. Oh. See, all my props are upstairs. I can't be cool like you guys. <laughs> I've got the holiday fat one, though. This, yeah. This one is a child's one, but it's actually sized correctly to me. Of course it is. Oh, I haven't showed this off yet on, on for anybody, but I'm going to show it off real fast before we go into everything. Cause... Steve never introduced himself. That's Steve. I I did. I said, I, Steve, am jealous of garage for a different reason. Oh, okay. <laughs> this this is my my child size Boba Fett jetpack that fits me like a, a normal size jetpack. So that that's where I am right now. It has lights though and sound. It's pretty Ooh. cool. So. Put my textbook somewhere else. Now they're excited to get backgrounds for for Claire. All right, we're All right. off topic already. Yes. Good start to YouTube. <laughs> That's look at our things, everybody. I figured out YouTube, I think. So here we go. We're on YouTube. Um, we're on YouTube, and we can get rolling. We can get rolling right. with with. We're gonna go Bad Batch first, right? Bad Batch first. That's the, the routine. Didn't uh, didn't write a synopsis again because I'm lazy. But Bad Batch. This episode name was Common Ground. It was episode ten of the season. So the Bad Batch uh, take another job from Sid because they need to pay off their debt, basically. And Sid's tired of their debt. <laughs> and so she gives them a job to rescue uh, a senator who was a separatist senator from the separatist capital or the former separatist capital, Raxus. And so they begrudgingly take the job because they need to pay off their debt. But they leave Omega behind because Hunter says that she needs to lay low and that with the bounty hunter situation, she needs to just hang out with Sid, which I, I don't think that's a great idea, but that's what they do. They leave her with Sid at Sid's at Sid's casino. So 
Um, Is yeah. that really a casino? It's a parlor. It's like a dive bar. I mean, they call it a casino, but yeah, I mean, I'm with you. It's like I one of those side of the road arcades. Adult arcades. Yeah, it's like one of those side of the road arcades that you see that you're like, mm, no, I'm not going in there. <laughs> oh, I always thought adult arcade was uh, something different. Probably is. Yeah. I was really disappointed growing up that they weren't just regular arcades because I, you know, when I was a kid, I just wanted to go to the arcade. But yo, I arcades. know a great adult arcade we can go to. In that case, Joe. I mean, let's do it. So, yes, the Bad Batch, <laughs> they begrudgingly accept their their job. They go to Raxus to rescue the senator. None of them are happy about it, especially Echo. Um, yeah, and then you get to see, it's interesting, you get to see, like, kind of like the Imperial takeover from the side of the Separatists, which is something we really haven't seen a lot of in canon, just basically. But, um, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And then... So you get to see the Empire. The Senator speaks out against the Empire. Of course, they take him into custody. He sends his droid to alert Sid. That's how they get the job. Bad Batch arrives. They rescue him. A, a you know, escape chase ensues where they steal a walker. Man, those walkers. They The, the walkers have really good aim, don't they? <laughs> uh, I just want to oh, continue first. Yeah, there's not a lot to this plot synopsis, really. Like, I... I'm getting sidetracked as we're talking about it. But, yeah, they rescue the senator. They have a little scuffle with the other clones. Um, they eventually escape. And the Bad Batch kind of see, like, hey, this guy's not that, not so bad, not so different from us. Uh, meanwhile, back at the casino slash arcade, Sid realizes that Omega is way better at Sabak. Is it Sabak? No, it's Hollow Chess. Sorry. Yes. Is it, isn't there another word for it than Hollow Chess? Um, I think it's that's... just hollow chess. The Jarek. The Jarek. Yes. Yep. Thank oh my you, God. Steve. You are so right. Wow, we are bad I nerds. I'm losing my nerd cred over that. Damn. Uh, where Sid realizes that Omega is a lot better at the Jarek than she should be, or than everybody else is, and so of course Sid uses Omega to to gamble on and play against other people so that she can win some money. But in the process, Omega actually pays off the Bad Batch's debt, which is really cool. And she makes sure that she points out to Hunter at the end of the episode that she did her part, even though she was forced to stay behind. So that was pretty much it. It was it was it was filler. a filler episode. I will say I think it's the most filler episode we've had Absolutely. of the season so far. It, I think it was the most enjoyable filler episode, though. It was. Yeah, good. I didn't. I didn't think it was bad. It was just like kind of like okay, like we didn't get yeah. we didn't get too far, but got a little bit of plot development with the Bad Batch and the Separatists and Omega. I mean, look at the animation though. I have this picture up of uh, of the squad, Insane. and it just looks so damn good. It does look really good. Like yeah, hot damn. Here and here's the. It other was one. beautiful. Uh, I just I thought say this was the, the Separatist leader. Oh yeah, I can't remember his name. Senator something, can't remember. Senator. But I thought Raxus. Senator Mustache. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I thought Raxus looked a lot like Earth when they flew in. That stood yeah. out to me, like the most of any Star Wars planet I could remember seeing. And then a lot of the animation was really pretty. They showed like they showed like some bigger shots of like him looking out from that palace he's talking from and then just some really pretty cool shots that they had in this episode the animation was fantastic really really good 
there's a really cool shot of a tree like in garden area in uh the capital city i think and i was just like huh that's really cool and since jukebox is actually really legit I don't know if you've listened. They put up all the the music that uh, is on Sid's jukebox in the background. It's basically like lo-fi. <laughs> I was like, oh, hey, <laughs> is that on Spotify? Yeah, uh, the composer yeah. posted the link to it on Twitter when I found it. I was like, all right, I can jam to this. This is some good stuff right here. But Got yeah, it. The, Take the, a jukebox the, for cons. This senator, mm. like, yeah, a just box. <laughs> this senator, <laughs> like, basically is just. He looks like he's going to, like, put on a pith hat and, like, ride an elephant. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know. He's got a monocle and this crazy... I don't know. This is a whole look right here. <laughs> Somebody's going to cosplay this at some point. I feel like he should be hunting Robin Williams. Yeah. Exactly, right? He looks yes, like he the does look a little like Van Pelt. You're yes, right. that's he what does. it is. That's what it is. I was like, man, I can't place where he looks, but that's it. So yeah, Good call, I, mean, Steve. I don't know where we're going next week with this. Henceforth, so. he shall know as Senator Van Pelt. <laughs> We've got but, Senator Van Pelt and the shrimp milk. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where things go Friday. How many episodes do we have left? Like four, six. five, six? Really? Six. Sixteen, I believe, in the first season. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we're gonna see what happens. So, all right. I don't. I have no predictions for next week, other than well, now that their debts um, paid off, what are they gonna fucking do? Uh, Steve and I had an observation as we are we're looking at a. a Omega and comparing her to pictures of little Boba Fett and how like they're kind of look alike um, but Steve brought up as we were watching it Jango Fett's not known for being a particularly brilliant strategist yeah probably do you not. know who do you know who is Chief the person I, all I'm, back Palpatine. To, I'm back to thinking she's a Palpatine cl- Chief clone Palpatine clone I think she is Snoke Alpha. It's true, but you know we have to go back to our theory that if she was a just first gen like clone, complete replica, why would she be female? Also, yeah. she's the wrong eye color if she's a Palpatine. And the wrong clone. hair color. But did we know what color hair he really had before? I'll be... I, I thought he was, like, white. He had white dark. hair. Yeah, he, no, he has dark hair. Did Django he? has dark hair. No, not Django. No, Pal- Palpatine. Oh, Sheev. Uh, yeah, it's like a blondish, reddish color. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, is it the wrong eye color? Yeah, Palpatine? it is the wrong eye color. My buddy okay. went back and uh, looked because after us going on the tangent last week, he wanted to find out. So he went and he looked, and it was like, nope. Okay. He's got different color eyes, so yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm I'm still in I'm I'm in seventy percent on this one. We we could just be really wrong or, or totally off base. I just I just don't think she's a standard Jingo clone, like for sure. Yeah, I mean we I know am that. I Crow, but I am still all in on she's not the Jingo clone. Yeah, I I don't think she is. So we'll see. She may be clone of something else. Oh, uh, we get in uh, the uh, chat box. 
female to reproduce and create more viable DNA. It's possible. That is maybe. Say that again. Is that in the YouTube chat? Yeah. Yeah. What does it say? She's female, so she can reproduce and create more viable DNA. Hmm. Interesting. That's a thought. I don't know. Will they go that that deep into that though? I don't technically, have any... it's still a kids show. It just sounds kind I don't of have incestuous. A... Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't have much of a uh, issue with that part of it. It's just the uh, then she's not an unmodified Django clone. Like, I think you can't that's what comes that down to like sentence like yeah. I mean, we could just be reading way too far into it. I, mean, I, I, I need to go I, like, I feel like I already did this three times but I need to go back and read the captioned audio of what Tex says about it again because I know he says gen 1 genetic material you know mm-hmm. like she could be that and be slightly modified like to be female instead of male like that's you know yeah it um, could it could be their um... we can do that so there's certainly no reason the Kaminoans can't do that <laughs> I mean they could just mean unaltered as in she wasn't aged you know, she doesn't have mm-hmm. the the uh, enhanced aging. So mm-hmm. she could be roughly Altered. Boba's yeah. age, you know? Like, if, and grown up and been that old. But oh, if she was that someone... old, like, why wouldn't they have known about her beforehand? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Someone on Twitter pointed out that she's the oldest member of the Bad Batch. Probably, yeah. <laughs> She is. She's older than all of them. That's true. It's so weird. It's true. Oh, it's no. True. So, yeah. yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I like that. That's funny. But, yeah. So, I guess we'll see. I, I mean, they're going to have to start dropping more hints soon. So, as we're coming towards do, the end. I hope. I did want to say, last week on the podcast, you said you thought it was very obvious that she has some uh, force-using hints like I some hints so. subtle, subtle hints i hadn't really picked up on that too much until this one with the game with the dejaric game like this was the one i felt was fairly obvious like it seemed like if that's the path they were going to go down where she's a force user like a force user clone type thing when, like, when she picked out sid in when they first met sid they're like sid was like i don't know who sid is and they're all getting ready to leave and meg is like you're sid i mean I don't know. She, she could just be really smart because to me that seemed pretty obvious. Like, yeah, this is the motherfucker right here. But she also did something in one of the earlier episodes. She um she like sensed a uh, uh... crosshairs feelings or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, it was something like that. So who knows? We'll see. We'll see. It's gonna. I think what'll happen is like she'll have some kind of Grogu baby force using moment where like. She's in some life-threatening situation, and she like freezes something, floats something, does something. I mean, like it's that. not like she hasn't been in life-threatening situations throughout the series. No, it's true, but like, 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 she's gonna stop something from like falling on her, or mm-hmm. falling on probably actually probably falling on one of the bad batch or something like that, right? She's gonna maybe save them. I don't know. See. We could just be wrong about that, too, but I don't think totally we could just be wrong about everything. That'd be okay. We'll find out, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, like like Joe said last week, there's a lot of cool ways for them to take this story, whether she's a Django clone or not. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or she's been super duper enhanced. 
Possibly. I just feel like if they're going to go that route where she is a Django clone, like we need some interaction with Boba and her because that would be really cool. I think it's going to come. I think Eventually. I think this show is going to tie a bunch of stuff together. So we saw Fennec, so I think we'll see Boba. And I think they're going to tie in this whole Kamino clone shit to the Mandalorian. It's all going to kind of, you know, Nikki, go together. Do you know, do you know why this episode was just eh? There's no Cad Bane in it. 100% less Cad Bane. Yeah! 100% less Cad Bane. They did us dirty. They gave us, like, him for an episode and then he was gone. Like Two. We got two. Well, well he was at the very end. Half. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was the best episodes, so... Yeah. It's true. It's true. You, it's right. like how Lucas's favorite Star Wars has 100% more mall than the rest. Uh, it doesn't, though. <laughs> we did the math on that, remember? Not anymore. Yeah, it doesn't anymore. It has, like, 70% of the... Uh, Darth Maul. <laughs> yeah, we gotta find those numbers again. One sec, I have them right here. <laughs> he just keeps them handy. What we have, reference. if you want to do a tangent alert, I think the nerdiest I've ever been was in a living room and we went to go visit some friends and we like had IMBD open and we were crunching numbers and we were finding out what percentage of the Star Wars saga had Darth Maul in it. So, as of when we did this, which is before Rise of Skywalker came out, Darth Maul was in .049% of all of Star Wars. 11.12% of that was in Solo, and The Phantom Menace has 76% more Darth Maul than Solo. Well, yeah. I mean, he was only in one scene for Solo. But this, is, this doesn't count the Clone Wars or Rebels, does it? Um, it was total screen time. I think we did movies only. Yeah. Because if you add it in Clone Wars and Rebels, that's going to go up exponentially. I mean, that's where all his screen time is these days. Yeah. The best. Yeah. So. The best screen time, you could say. I just, I should have known that the the uh, the animated stuff, really the TV stuff, is just quietly fixing all of the movie's mistakes like I mean, when they brought Darth Maul back. Like I should have realized like, oh, this is this is their job. So, yep. For those of you who don't know, I'm a teacher. I had a kid back before Maul came back in Clone Wars who told me that Darth Maul was coming back and he was gonna have robot legs. I just looked at him like he had six heads and was like, What the hell are you talking about? Darth Maul is dead. He got cut in half. And I had to, uh, had to I hope walk that, that kid, back a little while later. Yeah, I like, hope that kid shows up in our comments and dunks all over you. Or, like, what is he, like a psychic? <laughs> like, did you tap into his amazing no, powers? It, it, like, it was in the, the toys. Oh, he, yeah, he saw a toy leak? <laughs> he saw a toy leak or something in, like, Star Wars Insider Magazine or something oh, like wow. that. Well... He was ahead I mean, of That's time. how I found out. I, I saw some little kid at Denny's wearing a Darth Maul costume that had robot legs. I'm like, what is that? Ew. <laughs> Man, no. And, and now it's know. the best decision Star Wars has made. It's true. R bringing back a Maul. So we'll Maul, see please. We'll see what they do. If, I mean, they've got a lot to fix. Do Mace Window next. I mean, it's, it's coming. Like, they're not going to not do Mace Window. Yeah. <laughs> It's they, they should not. It's gonna maybe happen though. What, maybe it'll be in Kenobi. Oh. <laughs> all right, all right. 
If we want to make make our time allotment, we need yes. to. Uh... Let us get into the meat and potatoes of Loki. Loki. Right. Uh, yeah, this episode it was uh, not my favorite. It was okay. I don't know about how you guys felt about it. Really? Yeah, but it was just it was interesting. I mean, um, it, it validated your your theory that you shipped them. I mean, yes, yes, and. Uh, to recap, it episode opens. We see little Sylvie playing with her toys on Asgard, um, where she got picked up by the TVA. Um, sorry, who's, who's fuzzing? Is it buzzing? It's fuzzing. Joe, I think it might be you because I see you when you move your chair. Oh. Did so it just, go away? Yeah. <laughs> so just is, are you? Is, is, is he perfectly still? Oh, that's gonna chair. be really hard. Don't. Breathe. Oh God, he's gonna turn invisible if he does that. We need, get, we need to get him a new mic for the garage. A garage mic. Yeah. Garage mic. I, I think it might be because I have a fan pointed at me. Because that's it's so exactly hot what it is. It's yeah. the I fan. Think, right, hold on. The fan hold on, at a certain on. angle. Oh, Joe doesn't know this Sorry. garage life. I have to turn off my fan when I go live. We have to I'm suffer sorry. in the heat. It's either the fan or it's my 3D printer. One of the two. So no, it's, not the I, printer. it's definitely oh, your fan. It just happened again. Did it? Yeah. I'll, I'll try to ignore it. Um, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's not Joe then? Or it's, his, or it's his breathing. All right. Um, sorry, guys. Uh, so, Sylvie, we open up with a young Sylvie getting picked up by the TVA. Uh, she is brought in. She escapes using one of the. Uh, what do they call the little things? The I temp pads. The temp, temp pads. That's right. Yeah. The temp pads. She steals a temp pad. Gets away. Uh, we cut back to Loki and Sylvie facing down their demise and the apocalypse on was it lamaris is that how that's lamentus. lamentus lamentus yeah they have a moment they have a connection they reach out and they take each other's hands and shit goes crazy at the tva as they create a nexus event never seen before you're not supposed to touch your own alternate timeline uh, they had touched each other before i think it was the you're not supposed to love to your you're not supposed to love your. Yeah, no, this is uh, a little too self-aggrandizement or something. I don't know. Just stroking each other's egos. No, it's just... <laughs> Sacred Timeline is offended by the thought of Loki not being alone. Damn right it is. Uh, but yes, they cause a Nexus event and are picked up by the TVA, interrogated, uh... Loki ends up inside a time loop prison where his old friend Sif from Asgard repeatedly accuses him of cutting her hair, punching him in the stomach, and then informing him that he will always be alone. Fun fact, that's actually a, a Norse uh, myth mythology story of Loki Is cutting it? Sif's hair. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so one. I thought that was a cute little you know, nod to that, but yeah. Uh, 
Meanwhile, Mobius celebrates uh, the success of his mission. Uh, he checks in on Hunter C-20, and they learn and learns that she had been, she had died. Died. Yeah. Quotations. Died. She went too insane. She kept babbling. She wasn't making any sense. They had to prune her. Uh, after uh, interrogating Loki, where Loki uh, lets slip his feelings for Sylvie, uh, he then and tells Mobius that all of the TVA are were not created by the Timekeepers, but are in fact variants themselves. Mobius doesn't believe him, but then proceeds to go and steal Ravenna's time or temp pad, where he finds the information on Hunter C-20's memories of being on Earth. He goes to try to free Loki so they can work together to save Sylvie and stop the timekeepers. Uh, but before he can do that, he is pruned by Ravenna. Very sad. Uh, Very sad. Meanwhile, our uh, good friend Hunter B. 15. B15, uh, upon hearing Loki say that they were created by the TV or by the timekeepers, or not, not created by the timekeepers, but are in fact variants, she breaks out Sylvie and asks Sylvie to prove it. She shows her her memories from her time as a variant using her enchantment powers and then brings her back to the interrogation room so that Loki and Sylvie can be brought before the timekeepers and deleted in front of them. <laughs> there is a confrontation, a really cool battle. It was uh, very The Last Jedi almost. I don't know if you guys realize that. It was like, yeah, I can see that. It had kind of similar choreography, fight choreography. Mm. I'll have to go back and watch that. Um, where was I? Oh, sorry. They were fighting. <laughs> they were fighting. Hunter B-15 comes in. She helps them. Uh, they they defeat the, the other timekeepers or the other uh, uh, agents. Uh, they destroy the timekeepers and discover that they were robots all along. In the peace after the battle... Loki turns to Sylvie, wanting to tell her something, wanting to try something, and then is pruned from behind by Ravenna. Boo! Yeah. Ravonna. The timekeepers look like straight Muppets. They did. I called that as soon as... <laughs> like, uh... as soon as they walked in the room and they actually showed them, I was like, oh, no, those are Muppets. It's, and it's because they were created by somebody with a shitty sense of humor. When I saw Bobby them, Frick? I was like, ooh, this is very Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yep. yep. With the smoke and the, the big door. I mean, and that's kind of the vibe I got the whole time, right? I was like, nah, there's somebody behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. And now we know those guys were just animatronic <laughs> fucking things. <laughs> and then Loki gets pruned. And then we get a post-cred scene. First one. Mm -hmm. Of all these other Lokis! 
<laughs> including alligator loki so I, that one's florida loki right there florida loki yeah, yeah. Florida loki. I just want to say, really can't hurt you. <laughs> I jumped up and I was like, I was right. <laughs> oh wait, where's my gift for that? Hold on. <laughs> right. Sorry, I'm not. I'm. I, you know, after all those times of saying Mephisto and never being right, when I do finally get it right, I just want to take my I mean, lap. <laughs> that one on the right is Mephisto, right? You can tell by the horns. He's classic. Uh Loki. The alligator is clearly Mephisto. <laughs> disguised as Loki, disguised as an alligator. I've seen a lot of places calling it crocodile Loki. It's and not a crocodile. That is clearly an alligator. It has That's... a rounded nose. Yes, it's clearly an alligator. We are Florida people. We know these things. <laughs> that, that creature is clearly going to see you later. Like, that is... It's obviously... 1991 Mephisto hiding out in Florida. Yeah. Wow. Um, all right. My so. thoughts on this episode. I get the, I got the feeling based on what she said that Sylvie thinks that she was taken as a child from her timeline because she's female, because she was born a goddess of mischief. That's... And I don't think that's the case. No, no. It's it clear like they're taking Loki's. They're just taking all of them. I think they're collecting Lokis. Yes. Yeah. And That's I still like think something Loki would do. Exactly. I still think there is a a, a evil like An Megatron Loki. Yeah. 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 Like, and he he knows like the only way that he would get stopped is by another version of himself. So he's just preemptively trying to collect them as he can. And that's why there's so many Lokis here. I mean, and that's why they said that they had dealt with so many variant Lokis in the past. Like, why wouldn't they if they were directed to by Ogre so, Loki? The Lokis who pick him up say he asks if he's in hell. <laughs> and then he asks if he's, if he's dead. And they look at him and say, no, but you will be if you don't come with us. Yeah. So, so do you think I have a couple of questions here. Do you think people get pruned into their own worlds with the other versions of themselves? I think they get thrown into an apocalyptic timeline, basically. And like kind of like a prison world in a way. Okay. Because this, so, I trimmed it out, unfortunately, but the picture that I have on the screen here of the, the four Lokis, off to the side, you can see Stark Tower from New York, like, like, that's what I up. noticed too. Right, yeah. So this is like a post-apocalyptic New York. Um, so it could be either if Loki had won in the first Avengers, or it could have been if Ultron took over the world in the second Avengers, or if Thanos got the Infinity Stones back in Endgame or something, right? And then just laid waste to everything? I don't know. It could be like any one of those scenarios. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's what happened is basically uh, this is an apocalyptic timeline. They just throw them in there to rot. Well, I was wondering if it might be just a some kind of other plane where everything that gets deleted or pruned goes to. Like, yeah, if, like whenever they do the bomb. Maybe Mobius is there, too. Right. I mean, Mobius. and that's what we'll find out tomorrow. You for sure, like. If all the pruned people go to the same place, 
or if they have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's that's what happens, though. I think they all end up in this this prison world, basically, right? It could just be that this is an apocalyptic world because all the pruned people are here and they fucked it up I'll so be, bad, you know. I'll be right back. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um. I hope if they all go to their own individual worlds, they got Luke Wilson to do a cameo as um, an alternate uh, Mobius. Hmm. That would be funny. To have his brother come in. I mean, they have a history of, of things like that at Marvel, to be fair. Like, they have uh, one of the Hemsworth brothers played uh, Thor in, in uh, Ragnarok in the play. You remember the, the shitty play that, that Loki put on? I didn't realize on? that was one of the other Hemsworths. Yeah, that's the other Hemsworth brother, and then Matt Damon played Loki in that play, right? <laughs> but that that was a Hemsworth brother. That's <laughs> Thor's. So there's a history of them doing that. It would be interesting if that happened. It would just be a little bit fun, I think. I, I'm really psyched that they got Richard Grant to be, like, classic Loki. Comic? Comic yeah. Like, yeah. Like, that dude I'm, is a straight-up fucking villain. I am, uh, I'm looking forward to whatever, like, comic Easter eggs they put in, because I feel like this is going to be the time and place to put so much random shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so Boastful Thor, as he is labeled, which is, which is the one with the hammer, is the only one that I couldn't really get a, like, a direct comic correlation on. I mean, there is a, there is a comic where I think uh, Loki I was, was able to I pick up reading. the hammer. Boastful Loki. Yeah. Yes, he's... He's a Loki. Yeah. I definitely thought he was a Thor. No, he's a Loki, um, though. And yeah, no, no. I feel I, like he's like a. I looked up. Is he like the Loki that's the Thor role in that yeah, timeline? Yeah, that's like, what that's I think. The vibe. Yeah. Like all of these other ones, even Alligator Loki, I have more of like a comic correlation. Like Kid Loki was this whole like uh, arc in the comics. Classic Loki was straight out of the comics. Um, Alligator Loki is kind of like a a take on Throg. And there's a whole thing in the comics where, where Thor was a frog. Mm-hmm. So he was Throg. So, of course, like, Loki would be an alligator in that world. <laughs> like, why wouldn't he be? I, I just love that there's just this alligator with a set of... They had to be like, we're going to set make a set of alligator-sized Loki horns. I hope it's a real alligator. Because they actually are pretty docile. Like, they're yeah. Alligators. Uh, gators are sweet. Uh, yeah. No, you no, you can't have one. Why can't I have oh, one? They're yeah. sweet and pretty docile. Because they're wild animals, Steve. So we're ducks. Ducks <laughs> have been domesticated. Ducks are oh, going to try to eat your, your animals that live with you. Though. That's fine. <laughs> you can you have are... the other two. I'll have an alligator. You're, you cannot have... It's not... Fair to the alligator. We don't have a house where we can safely I'm keep it. I'm not saying right now. To be fair, will... it it could live in the bathtub for a while. No, that's we... not fair to the alligator. Can we get can we get a spousal disagreement like flashing thing for when this happens <laughs> yeah, on the podcast? <laughs> I will make one. I this will is make like one. the biggest argument in our house right now. I want an alligator. I want a duck. 
I said maybe you can have a duck if I can have an alligator. And that, but the thing is, is that these two could not coexist. Compromise. That, that would not. <laughs> that sounds like the duck's problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I gotta tell you, I'm really excited to see people carrying around a little alligator with horns at Dragon Con in a couple sounds months. Sounds pretty amazing. Okay, now I just yeah. an alligator. Yeah. Oh, I feel like yes. maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll just get a variant jacket and carry the alligator around. You should. You put it in, like, the cuffs. That's gotta be a real easy thing. Like the crown would be real easy to print. I might have to do that. That We're might have to be my in Florida, so you can easily find an alligator of that size anywhere. We could probably find one right outside right now. I'm right, sure I have it. some out back. Yeah, in my talk canal. me into it. I'm doing it. <laughs> Not with a, with a stuffed alligator. Sure. All hail Florida. <laughs> I mean, with a stuffed alligator. I'm not getting the woman a duck if I can't get an alligator, Lucas. It's fine. I'm going to get myself a duck. I'm going to get myself an alligator. I had baby ducks out in front of my house this morning. They were just Listen, I found the house of one of the guys from Tiger King who can get you a tiger. I bet that guy could get me an alligator. <laughs> you just, you Google mapped that dude? No, we, no, we accidentally found it when we went for a drive. Wow. Just... Dude lives in Royal Palm. Nice. We were just like it was uh, back at the beginning of lockdown when you couldn't do anything. So we were just driving around and we like saw signs. We were like, no, Tiger King house. Yeah. Well, that's a good point, Jose. What happened? Like, I want to see the TVA agents <laughs> who had to prune alligator locations. I really hope they do like a quick like, like synopsis for each of them like like how did you get here who are you kind of thing next Luke, episode I'm not getting steve a gator i hope it's just a talking not alligator steve. i don't want it to like change into something else and tell its story no i just hope it's a talking alligator yeah. i, don't I want hope it, it doesn't talk i hope whenever they turn to it for advice it just goes and they all <laughs> understand exactly what it's saying man That's alligators can be loud though too like they make actually a baby alligator sound like cats yeah, I accidentally stumbled into a gator nest behind my mom's house when I was a teenager. Oh, Florida life. <laughs> Thor would say it's no bilge snipe. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm excited for this. I can't wait to get up at six in the morning and fucking watch it tomorrow. We only got two episodes left, so like they're gonna. Have I was to... really upset. I was really upset when they pruned Mobius, because I mean... like. It was before we saw the credit scene, so like we didn't really know sure. like what pruning was until the credit scene. Like, okay, there's still some other place that they're going on to. Like, yeah. they're it not straight like up it disintegrated them. them. Yeah, I yeah. thought they disintegrated, but not, yeah. I mean, once we saw this, I was like, all right, Mobius is definitely still alive out there somewhere, riding a jet ski. Have, have you seen the queen floating around of T'Challa? Like, get this man a jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, but man, that makes me good. Sad. Good. I do you want to like one of my favorite moments from the episodes? Actually, was a uh, Ravona needing a minute, like after a uh, pruning Movius, because that's one of my favorite villain things. Where it's like they're still an asshole; they still made the decision, but like they're sad about it now. So she's definitely in on whatever's going on. She was not phased by the fact that the timekeepers were robots. We don't think it's her, though, right? We no, just think she's, she's a in pawn. on it. She's a pawn. 
she's got strong lieutenant energy. And remember, she was um, just one of the operatives who originally caught Sylvie, right? She wasn't a judge yeah. yet. She was just, mm -hmm. you know? Good point. So whoever's in charge, though, I mean, she's in on it. She knows what's going on. Um, in, in the D&D &D world, we would call... She's not the big bad end guy. She's a dragon. She's a mini-boss. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I mean, will we find out who the fucking man behind the curtain is tomorrow? Maybe. If they're going to do a second season, they might wait till the last episode, but... I mean, we don't know what's going on. That's a lot to wrap up in two more episodes. Yeah. Some, I mean, unless it's going to, like, be wrapped up via so, movie at some point. It's possible. So I saw a thing today that pointed out that if you go into the Marvel section on Disney+, Plus, there is a uh, subsection that says chronological order. And they have Loki right behind Endgame. Like, is the next thing after Endgame? Yeah, before WandaVision. I guess hmm. it does start during Endgame, technically. But also, if it was chronological order, it would be. I mean, the TVA exists outside of time. Right. But I think what this I is going to culminate in is this is what's going to kick off the multiverse. Mm hmm. I think there's going to be some connection to whatever Loki does is the reason Wanda cures her children. Right. And Ralph Boner, fake Quicksilver, might actually be real Quicksilver if the multiverse was already opened up. True. So. Yeah. There's a lot to take in we've there. Because we've already seen that multiverse versions don't have to look exactly like their counterparts. Yeah, right? So. He could really be the Quicksilver variant from somewhere else. So, but yeah, I just, it was pretty curious that it's that's where they put it on the timeline. So, I definitely think that this is the direct lead into whatever's coming else. You know, you do have to be a little careful with those because a lot of times those are the they put those out that way because of the order they want you to watch them in. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you find that list and you're just getting into the MCU, and if they put it during Avengers. Like right after Avengers, then it's it's a spoiler I for mean, everything else. Yeah, it is, but it yeah. also but it's chronological order, and they have everything else in chronological order, even when it doesn't necessarily make sense to watch it in that order. So I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I out of all the Loki episodes, tomorrow's the one I'm the most psyched for because I really want to see what the fuck's gonna happen. And there's one part of Loki that we've seen in the trailer that hasn't showed up yet, which is where he's in his like weird post-apocalyptic politician outfit. President Loki. Yeah. So I, I think that will have to be tomorrow. That's, yeah. More Mephisto. We've seen Mephisto. a lot of that too. I saw a bunch more today. They shared some new stuff today too, like some little clip teasers, and I'm, it's oh. like a lot of, a lot of politic like politician Loki. Yeah. Maybe right. the Lokis are about to have an election. <laughs> Who's going to be the, yes. the president of all the Lokis? Who's going to be the <laughs> Loki super Prime? Loki. <laughs> what? I'm not, I wouldn't even be surprised if you're wrong. Like you're right there. That would be yeah. <laughs> but it just nailed that. Oh, that's good. So we'll see. But that's like, I mean, the all I have going for, for what's going to happen next 
tomorrow is I hope they're going to explain what the fuck is happening a little bit. Maybe we'll find out who's behind everything. And yeah, I mean, that's two things I hope happens. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I really want to know more about that alligator, though. Like, we I'm only really have two sad. episodes left, right? Yeah. Two episodes. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. So. I figure we're going to get a reveal either at the end or the end credits for who the big bad of the season is. Or maybe some sort of reference to Ravona working for someone. I mean, in the comics, it's Kang. But I don't... Th- and he's supposed to be the next big bad, isn't in he? Ant-Man. He's confirmed maybe she for might, Ant-Man. She might end up working for him after whatever goes down here. That's true. I mean, that we don't even know where that... she got plucked from in the timeline. Yeah. Also, if uh, that's what happens, it would imply that they're not going to kill off a villain, and Marvel doesn't do that. They, they have off... to at this point, though. They kill off all their villains. They but, do. I mean, they could, <laughs> but, this is but the also... Of a phase, like, they really need to build... They do, and they don't, because... In comics, nobody's really dead forever, and now they've just opened the door where they can just pluck any villain from anywhere, anytime, and bring them back. So, you know. Anybody who got, like, underused? I and... hope they don't abuse that. I, I have faith. They've been pretty it's good like the so chalk zone. <laughs> Same deal. Joe, remember really, to remind really me to cool tell you about... You the chalk zone theory then has at some point where I'm not putting it out into the universe for multiple people. Really cool when utilized properly, but sterilely the fact that it's been brought into canon because years later other people could use it and yeah. just It was never cool. I I, I liked it visually. I hate the chalk zone. I don't like it what it actually is. Visually I was like, wow, this is a really cool looking fucking thing. Visually it was like I mean, Nickelodeon from the 90s. <laughs> the only Star Wars media I have seen use the chalk zone correctly is the Star Wars Legos Christmas special. Oh, that and shit was awesome. It was a joke. I loved that. It was so good. I loved it. It was hilarious, too. All right. Well, let's segue because... Now that... We're back to talking about Star Wars. Yeah, which is good, because we've got visions. That is how we roll. We've got fucking visions, and I am psyched for this now. Um, Studio Trigger is doing one of them, which is awesome. Yeah. So, I I mean, I knew this was coming. Uh, I knew they were going to do a panel at, at this convention. Um, now we know, kind of, they're going to be shorts. There's, a like, a bunch of them, and they're loosely canon or not canon. They don't have to be, basically. Um, they're not canon. That's kind of annoying. Like, I would prefer that they were. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. I mean, it could just be really cool, though. So, when they said all the titles, and I heard about Tatooine Rhapsody and that it was supposed to be like some kind of Star Wars rock opera. I was like, that's the one I want to see. And sure enough, in that one, we're going to get this guy. They said Boba Fett's going to be in it. So I was like, oh, man, I already knew that was the one I wanted. And now they made it really what I wanted. So 
I'm excited to see what they do with it. But yeah, I mean, I'm kind of sad like they're going to put out things that aren't canon, but I think it's just a neat like thing that they can do. I don't know. The um... I really yeah, like the idea of it sounds really cool. Like they're I think it's really cool that especially like they've reached out to like a lot of um Japanese like creators and said like, "Hey, like basically like do you like Star Wars? Do you want to do Star Wars?" and like they're like, hell yeah, we want to do Star Wars, like, our way. So I think that's really cool that they're, like, delving into, like, a different genre than we've seen Star Wars really go to before. Yeah. And they're giving some creative minds of really cool things to do. Okay. Um, it's not my genre, but I'm going to check them out. Yeah. Like, I don't They watch... still look really – like, it looks really pretty from, like, the trailer they showed, like, the stuff. So With, with how much, like, Japanese <laughs> – uh, like cinema is influenced Star Wars. I think it's cool to have it come back around and have like you know them do Star Wars as anime. Like I don't know, it's just neat. I don't watch a ton of anime either. I'm like, all the kids that I work with, they're like, oh, you like anime? I'm like, yeah, I watched Dragon Ball Z when I was your age, and they're like, that's so old. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> like that's not real anime. Um, so yeah, I don't really know shit about anime, but I think it's really cool that they're gonna do this. Some of the the. Uh, the lightsaber stuff look really cool. I don't know. We'll Dragon see. Ball Z is absolutely real anime. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but it isn't anymore. According to, to, to what are, what do we call them? Are they Gen Z? The youths. The youths. Yeah. They, they, when I, they talk about anime, they list off all this shit and I'm like, ah, I don't know any of that stuff. No I watched Akira. Do you guys know what Akira is? I'm like, wait, never mind. That's probably too advanced for you. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm excited though to see it. Like I was at first, I was like, they're finally marketing something, but it's gonna come out next. This is what's coming out in September. Um, something interesting. They've announced the titles for nine of them, and there are ten total. Oh. Hmm. Good catch. I didn't realize that. It'd be really funny to me if one of these was like uh, a Ben and Ray, <laughs> a Ben Solo and Ray thing, because it wouldn't be canon, <laughs> but maybe it would shut some people up. He wants the Raylos to like throw their TVs out the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, or it could yeah. be like... Uh a tie-in to what's coming next maybe some book of boba stuff mando ahsoka maybe they didn't want to announce because it's going to be using a character like from what i saw boba was the only known character from that i saw unless some are redesigned in some way possibly yeah but there was nobody that I recognized from the panel and i was like oh that's blah 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 like only boba he was the only one um, that shot of, I think it's for the episode called The Duel in the interview of, like, there's what looks like a probe droid and there's some guy, it's just a sketch, but it's really cool. Yeah. But, like, we didn't see anything with Vader. We didn't see anything with, like, Yoda. Like, all these other characters you think they might have tapped into and they... We didn't see anything with them, so I don't know. I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Oh, and they're all getting released at once. 
It's not going to be like, oh. yeah, so it's going to be, we're going to be able to watch it all in one sitting. I mean, I don't know how long they're short, so how long do you think they would be each? Like, probably not, like 15 yeah. minutes at most. Yeah, so. yeah, most. You might get some that are four or five minutes, and that's it. Yeah. So it'll be a one, one and done. <laughs> when does it come out? September. You know? September 22nd. Oh, that's not far away at all. No. But that's why I think cool. they, they actually said something about it because it's going to be the next Star Wars thing we get. And maybe cool. after it's over, we'll finally get some... Uh, Marketing? Doubtful. Boca Boba Fett stuff. But we do, have some, we do have some news on Boca Boba Fett. Uh, Tamura gave an a interview. Where today. He, today. He talked about the directors. And it's funny, Joe, because you posted that after I had already posted the direct quote in the chat. I don't know if you had saw that. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. No, I missed it. <laughs> I posted it, then you put that in there. Um, but uh, he all but confirms that uh, Bryce Dallas How Howard is directing, Robert Rodriguez is directing. Robert Rodriguez is the showrunner, but he's also directing. And he said Dave Filoni and John Favreau, said... too. Yeah, I... not that... I mean, they could totally be directing episodes, but also I feel like they might have been lumped in with like, oh, they're guys who are around the set all the time and yeah. we're doing things and like that. So I feel like they might have been lumped in as directors, although Dave has directed a fair amount of episodes for the Mando. So it wouldn't be surprising if Dave directs Boba as well. But the one confirmation we definitely got was Bryce Dallas Howard mm -hmm. is directing episodes for Boba, which is really cool because I have really enjoyed her Mando episodes. Yeah, her Mando episodes good. have been some of my favorite. Yeah, she brought she brought Bo back. <laughs> so I'm always grateful to her for that one. Um, and there also was a quote this week that came out from uh, Robert Rodriguez said it, but basically it was all all kill no fill. Yeah, that it was a lot more intense. Than yeah, no filler. Mando? All killer, yeah. no filler. I think that was hey, the direct quote. <laughs> I get the mechanical. She directed the episode with the shrimp milk too. She did. She did shrimp milk and and uh the night owl introduction in that in season two, so and man, she and she she made Bo's entrance so good. That that whole introduction of, of her in, in that episode I was so happy with. So yeah. But yeah, so I'm psyched. I wanna see what's gonna happen here. I think that John and Dave are both pretty involved in this because this ties directly into this is the favloni verse that's what i'm calling yeah. it i mean all I, these shows i feel like book of boba fett was not a thing they had planned initially either like i don't know if that makes sense but i feel like that wound up happening throughout the shooting of season two of mando realizing there was a story to tell there and they had the person to tell it yeah i think once they got robert rodriguez on board to do the one episode i think at that point they knew they were going to do more and that's how they got him in to direct that episode of mando they're like here look at how we use all this tech try it out come direct it and then if you're down you can do this whole season with this character i think they were going to try to do mando season three and for whatever reason they've had to push it and this might have been a part of that season initially, but then they decided to break it up into separate If they realized that um, 
something was happening with Gina, they may have realized that too. Yeah. Well, and um, Pedro started filming the Last of Us show for HBO like just this week, and they haven't. I think Mando. They would have already filmed Mando season three if it wasn't for COVID. I think they would have already. Yeah, because everything got pushed. With yeah, most of season two was done in the can when before COVID really hit. So I think early on COVID, nobody really did much of anything as far as shooting. And then as it went on, it got more projects started back up, but with a lot of restrictions and a lot of, you know, it's not easy to safely do something like that. So I think that's a lot of the reason Mando season three got pushed for shooting. Um, I read a theory the other day that, um, that Mando was supposed to transition into Book of Boba and end but when everybody fell in love with Din Djarin, they said no mm. we're not going to do that we're going to do a Boba spinoff and continue this story I mean how are and they going to drop it after he chance... gets the Darksaber like how would that yeah I mean not not that they thought that that was going to happen after season 2 was over I think there was a point like when they originally started doing Mando as a show, I think there was maybe an idea of, okay, we'll do this for two seasons and then we'll transition it into a Boba Fett thing after that. And then we'll keep going with this time period with different characters. And then when season one happened and everybody fell in love with Grogu and Din Djarin and their story, I think they said, nope, like this is like so well received. Maybe we'll just spin Boba Fett off and do like, keep going with Mando. Like Matt, Maybe not. Maybe they had this plan all along, which I would like to think that they did. But everything in season two leads me to believe by that point, by filming of season two, they had already decided, no, we're going, we're going to Mandalore after this. Like, yeah, so I, believe, I think they I believe had maybe that story mapped I believe out. maybe at one point this was all going to be one thing, and then they were like, nope, we're going to keep going with this story and offshoot Boba Fett as his own thing that can kind of tie in. I think once it became successful and once they were greenlighting other shows, they realized that they could also just spin this off. And why yeah. not? There's a lot of stuff here. Because if they wanted... And also, if they want to bring in Boba into the Mandalore storyline, they have to get him to a point where he gives a fuck, basically, right? Like, there's a lot, there's a lot of story and character development that has to happen from where he is right now. To get him to give a shit about what happens to Mandalorians for the most part, right? Like, he 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 was there for Din because you know he told Din he owed him one, but then that was repaid, and after that he was like, "All right, fuck you, I'm gonna go murder Bim Fortuna and take over Tatooine." <laughs> I, I like the idea of them like doing that and finally getting him to that point, and him helping them win back Mandalore, and then them be like, you're one of us! And him be like, nah, I'm still just a guy making my way through the universe. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still gonna be his thing. It's possible. I mean, that was his arc in the EU, though, yeah. too. He was so fucking reluctant. He didn't want to be Mandalore. He didn't want to deal with all this shit, and eventually they got him to do it. So, if they're gonna go that route, they might go that route. So, I don't care! Yeah. Give me as much Mandalorian content, all of it. Boba, the Night Owls, Din. If that's the direction they go, the last season may end up being like the battle for the Darksaber. I mean, I think that's going to happen next season. You don't think that's going to happen for the, for that? I don't know. I don't see Bo. I don't see Bo and Din fighting it out for the Darksaber. Like I just don't. I feel like 
I feel like Bo-Katan's going to realize, like, hey, this dude's a pretty good leader. He doesn't want to be the leader, but he's a pretty good leader. Like, I think that's what's going to happen. I don't know. Maybe I, I'm wrong. Yeah. But... I don't know. I feel like she develops enough of a... Her, her, her good rating went up, you know? Like, before she was kind of... When in her Death Watch days, she was not so great. Then she kind of went more light. And then, yeah. She'll still do shit to get shit done, but I don't think she's going to try to kill him and take it i don't think that's what she wants she might yeah, wait and see, see if he's happening. gonna die or if he'll you know do something else or maybe they might realize you know a, a dark saber is not a good system of government <laughs> you know like whoever inherits this through combat as the leader might not be the best way to proceed going forward i mean i don't know <laughs> Strange women dis distributing swords is not a great system of government. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> no, that's the perfect Mandalorian. I mean, it really is, but it really isn't. I, so I get, they're going to have to figure it out because they're going to have to gather all of the remnants of Mandalorians from all over the galaxy. They're going to have to get all these different factions that ideologically do not get along. They're going to have to all join forces to do whatever they're going to have to fucking do to retake their planet. And then they get to fight amongst each other. I, mean, that, I love, that, it's I love that, that almost every episode, no matter what we're discussing, we come back to this. <laughs> you can tell this is where our... our I mean, this is, is what we are. I mean, we, we should have been called Mando-splaining because I feel like that's... It's not too late. <laughs> it, it is too late. No, it's not too late. So, yeah. We'll oh, just start, my, we'll just start a separate match. podcast. <laughs> Yours is better though. The rich. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I feel like we—that's th where our expertise lies for sure. I mean, we are a bunch of we like we like Marvel, we're Marvel a, nerds, but Mando stuff is. We have a Marvel around. rumor. We could oh. talk about a Marvel rumor real quick before we right. do, before we wrap this up. Yeah. So, um, there is a, I don't even know what you call it, but I guess. A social media account called Boss Logic, and they do a lot of art, and they share a lot of other people's art and give artists like oh, a platform. Oh, I know what you're talking about. And yeah. Boss Logic yesterday posted a an art of like Wolverine's three claws, and shortly after this, a couple hours after this, Hugh Jackman posted that image on his Instagram story, and then the very next image he posted on his Instagram story was Hugh Jackman with Kevin Feige. Yep. And, and I'm the pretty internet sure went on fire. Jackman. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is just Hugh Jackman like trolling to get a rise out of fans going crazy about oh my gosh, Wolverine's finally coming to the MCU. But still He said he'd come back for Avengers. If they're opening up the multiverse, there's no reason why they can't just pluck old man Logan right out of the fucking I... <laughs> If it's temporary, I'm okay with it, but He's not going to be the main. Yeah. Eventually. But they could have him in as, like, you know, an alternate version. It's right? a good way to do it where you bring back Hugh Jackman's version and then you bring in the new one at the same time. And then you only get Hugh Jackman for, like, whatever one movie or whatever one scene or whatever it is. And then from there you have new Wolverine. Like, I feel like that's a cool way to that move also forward. gives us the chance if they do it that way to bring in all those amazing castings they did for those shitty X-Men movies. It's so true. Oh, yeah. Give me fucking Michael Fassbender, uh, Magneto again, please, 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 please. please Fassbender, please. McAvoy, um, Sophie Turner's a great genius. God, the casting for those movies is so good, and then it's like, and then it was so bad. <laughs> Actually, I, I mean, like, I like first class. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, first class. First class is amazing. Passion. Magneto Nazi Hunter was just like perfect. Chef's kiss. <laughs> Days of Future reboot was just there to reboot it. I, you know, the whole thing with uh, have, Oscar yeah, Isaac yeah. and his character was really weird. And I was like, eh, Oh, Apocalypse? Yeah. Or Ivan, Ivan Ooze? Yeah, Ivan Ooze. He looked like Ivan Ooze. He did. And, you know, I mean, they're going to they're gonna do some funky-ass shit. Bringing in all the X-Men, which is coming. Bringing in Deadpool, which is coming. Quick Silver was just the beginning. It's all yeah. coming. So we're gonna we're gonna see it soon. They're gonna open up the fucking floodgates. I think right now they do a lot of trolling. You know, they're mm -hmm. kind of. I think they're throwing a lot of shit at the wall to see what sticks, and then they're gonna go from there. <laughs> I, don't I think know. they know they can get ants to riot at the drop of a hat. Basically, yeah. So I'm excited for all the X Men to come in though. That was my first love from Marvel, basically, especially Wolverine. So. We need a Wolverine with the other Avengers bad. It's true. It would be cool if they set up X-Men versus Avengers as a uh, storyline. I think it's going to happen because all of a sudden there's going to be mutants in the world and there's going to be a lot going on. I think it's going to be they get lumped in, the X-Men get lumped in with all the bad mutants basically and, and then they have to fight it out until they realize, hey, these mutants are on our side. They're definitely going to do something huge like that. I mean, how do you top Infinity, like, the Infinity Saga? Like, how do you top that? And, like, right now, I don't feel like that's their focus. I feel like right now their focus is, like, okay, we're going to build these characters mm -hmm. in a really special way yeah. for the first phase of this next phase. Like, yeah. doing it, we're like, all do over genre, again, basically. We're going to do genre yeah. types for these characters and tie it all in later. Like, eventually, they're going to get to the big, big stuff. But right mm -hmm. now, they're focused on doing, like, not smaller stuff necessarily, right. but, like, character stuff and building like really nicely I feel like they're like. building up the young avengers too like all those characters that are part of young avengers are being seeded right now and upcoming so like they're gonna have a bunch of different things that they can do it'll be cool i mean they, they haven't done as dirty yet Mar Marvel what's after loki um hawkeye oh also, Black, Black Widow's Friday. This week, we yeah. I meant to like have yeah. that as one of our topics. Like, hey oh, guys, yeah. Black Widow's finally coming uh, out. Right, but I don't be that should have been out five years ago. Yeah, I mean, I don't have much to say on it until I see it at this point, though. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad I can uh, just stream it from my living room. I think I gotta set up a date night with a babysitter so I can go see it. Oh, you're gonna go so, to the theater. You're brave. Are we um, vaccinated, yo? No, I Let's mean, I'm just, I'm just lazy is more what I'm saying. If I can just turn it on on my living room, I'm just going to do that. For We're going to watch it at our friend's house. He's got one of those nice OLED TVs. Oh. Dude, you can't believe how dark the blacks on that TV are. It's That's like it's sweet. not even on. I'll go back to the theater for Shang-Chi. I'm, I'm in here for that one. I love, I love the movie theater. That's one of my big, like, COVID things. Like, I really... Yeah. I'm not happy with the movie theater kind of dot. Not that I think I think movie theaters will do fine. Like once everything gets rolling even more, I think movie theaters are gonna be fine. But like that was one of my big things I was really sad about during COVID was that movie theaters were kind of like uh... yeah, they're gonna end up being like Cinebistro and stuff like that. And I'm cool with that. Like because when I go out to the movies, that's kind of what I want. I don't want shitty yeah, movie experiences spend, anymore. You're gonna spend sixty bucks. You might as well spend eighty and go with the full experience. Get the food like the yeah, yeah. the in service theater. Yeah. Yep. 
because I'm old. It has to be a whole production anytime I'm going to leave my house without my children. So if I'm going to go through all that fucking effort to leave my fucking house, I want a comfy chair. I want to reserve my seats. I want alcohol. I want food. Yeah. I didn't see you do that for used to. We used to do that for every Star Wars movie, right? I, I, we'd, after we did came too, out, yep. After it came out for like our third or fourth watch of whatever new Star Wars movie, me and Steve would go for a bro date at like the <laughs> the Sinopolis in Jupiter, Up where in it's Jupiter. like full service. If, they got a if bar. You add bro in front of it, it's not gay. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't. It's just a date. You can call it what it is. It's just I, a date. I, I just called it a date. I called it. it yeah. I just think, like, on my, my, my days of, like, going to meet A Joe date. Screenings. I like that better than bro date. A Joe date. I, I mean, I used to get to the theater sometimes at, like, noon to make sure I got seats for the midnight showing. And, man, I'm <sighs> old. I can't do that We could anymore. do a whole side rant on, man, I miss midnight showings. Really? I love midnight showings. But, Me like, too. Yes, I mean, I know, I know we're getting old now, so it's like, oh, <laughs> uh, midnight. But... I'd rather go to a movie at midnight than 7 p.m. Yeah, like, oh, I am it was an experience. So now it's like, oh, okay, the movie debuts on Friday. That means there's Wednesday night showings at 7 p.m. So it the doesn't whole make week, any sense like, oh, the way they do that Oh, anymore. some it's of my true. friends saw it on Wednesday. Some of my friends saw it on Thursday. When am I going to get to go? Am I going to get to go Friday? Am I going to go? Like, it's yeah. like a whole thing. Like, at least you knew before, like, okay, this movie comes out at midnight, Thursday night. Let's go. Like, everybody go. We all know when we're going. Like, that was, that was one, like, I feel like, the last big movie that I was like that was Revenge of the Sith. That was almost 15 years ago now. But, like, it was, like, an experience, like, being at the theater, like, two hours ahead yeah. of time. And, like, Revenge was going to come out at midnight. Like, the, they had every theater in the place showed Revenge of the Sith. So, like, it was, yeah, it was, like, a thing. Like, I, I missed I that. I wish I still did midnight. was the last <laughs> movie. It was, it, was, it was either Serenity or 300 were the last ones I saw at midnight. Like one of the Harry Potter movies for me. So it was I, either, I think I did one of those too. Yeah. It was either The Dark Knight or um Yeah. Maybe The Avengers. It's Oh, I saw a, Avengers like, at like seven o'clock. <laughs> Revenge is like the one that popped in my head. I think that's because the one that stands out to me is like such a like experience in my life. But I saw it, all the only Lord of the Rings movies that, that way too, yeah. but that was that was the last time because 300 and, and Serenity came out after those. But yeah. it's the same thing we're doing with Disney Plus. But that's Why what I'm are they saying. Out at you know, Why? it sucks. It sucks. But I'll tell it you does. what, if anything, this makes the case for them to release more movies on Disney Plus because then everybody just streams them on Friday instead of. If they, I don't if know. they just release stuff to Disney Plus at midnight. I would watch it at midnight. Absolutely. I would stay up every fucking time. I would drag an ass next day. But We're clearly East Coasters on this pod. Because yeah, that's well, what yeah. they do on the West Coast. But yeah, I was about yeah. to say, it was in the math in my head. It really, just needs to be, it really just needs to be 10 p.m. Sunday night. Make it For an real. event. Because like then you have 10 p.m. here, 7 p.m. on the West Coast. Like, obviously, I'm being shitty to international viewers right now by thinking this way. But, like... Game of Thrones was like that. Other shows yeah, were like we that. They managed. were event, like event watching. So you knew at least like, okay, this is when everyone's going to watch it. So that's kind of like my time of, okay, I either need to watch it live or I need to be careful what I go Get see on social media. Get off the fucking internet. Whereas now, <laughs> 3 a.m. is just so unreasonable. It really is. It is. Like That's why I get up first. And I the watch morning. them at 3 a.m. I get up, <laughs> we put the coffee on, and then we watch it before I look at my phone, before I open my computer, before I do anything, I watch it. And it sucks. 
Because it's not really enjoyable when you're just rolling out of bed and you're like, oh, I have to watch there's this two, before I get there's spoiled. There's two Steves right now. I don't know what's happening there, there's but there's two Steves. Steves on my screen. Really? There's not Is that two just Steves me? on my screen. Oh, weird. Did you click out of Steves. Skype? No, no. I might be just lagging a little bit. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, yeah, I feel like we've talked about this not even on the pod. I mean, we've talked a little bit about it on the pod, but we've posted this on social media a couple of times, especially you and me, Stacey. Like, oh, yeah. We've how is... How has the fandom not been able to bully Disney into changing these release times yet? Like, I feel I like of all the crappy fan petitions that are started in this that, community, this one for why real? can't we combine all of our powers into bullying Disney to release these shows at a reasonable freaking time? I know. Disney literally it. doesn't care. They fucking hate us. <laughs> it did at the right time. <laughs> I bet, I bet they'll... You'll do that, and then we'll set up a system where you can pay to, like, watch it at midnight instead of 3 a.m.? I fucking do it. I don't care. Honestly, that See? seems likely. Honestly, this is what being old's about. I'm old and I'm tired, just, but I also have money, so I'll just Just release it at a time that's normal. <laughs> They're also going to make you pay for fast passes now. No. Yeah. Um, I mean, excuse me, I'm a pass holder. Years. I spend a lot of money to not have to do that. Universal's been doing it for years. I know. <laughs> That's a whole other story for another day. All right, guys. Well, yeah. since 6 a.m. comes early, and I want to see what the fuck is going to happen with Alligator and Loki. Yep. I'm going to go to bed. I'm not working tonight, so I am not team no sleep tonight. <laughs> you can be team six in the morning. Woohoo! Uh, I'll be home all day tomorrow, so I can watch it whenever. <laughs> Love you. Team all 5 right. p.m. while Steve cooks dinner. <laughs> Gonna have to sit there all day like did you watch it yet did you watch it yet did you watch it yet you're gonna no. watch it while i cook dinner yeah Ooh. what is, it, is that a problem so i guess it's time for you to bring home an alligator <laughs> <laughs> oh that, i'm gonna do that right now i gotta go start looking for alligators for dragon con right now <laughs> all right well uh, we'll uh catch you guys after next week i hopefully we're gonna have Wait, a lot more plug the things. oh yeah and make sure that everybody likes our youtube channel please subscribe to our youtube channel it this is where we are now anything. we are yeah first just... time ever live on youtube rest oh, in peace we get to do the thing which but thank you to say ring the bell what? is that a thing yeah you guys oh. have on youtube yeah there's okay. a little bell not that what? often oh is there's that what that is yeah. Oh. Ring the bell. I don't know. Ring the bell. About and then the you bell. get then you get alerts. Oh yeah, uh, go live. I'm just amazed that I made it work. I mean, it took us this long to migrate because I'm just really. Good job. You didn't even mute us at the beginning. Because <laughs> I, really I have a. I don't know where I lost. <laughs> I lost my sticky note, but it's gonna stay here. Remind me to turn the so, audio on. We're on YouTube now. If you watch us live, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for commenting. Please send us more comments and questions. If you didn't listen to us live, that's cool. You can check us out here live again next week, probably Tuesday at 8 p.m. That's when we usually go, unless we have some sort of uh, adult activities or wild children no, sickness. Don't say it or... that way. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Adult activities. <laughs> I just meant like responsible responsibilities. Adult oh, responsibilities. <laughs> yes, responsible adult activities. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Go to the we should be here. Arcade. We should be here. Yeah, an adult arcade. You are <laughs> adult activities. <laughs> like Sids. We should be live here next week at 8 p.m. If we're not, it's cool. You can always watch us after the fact. If you can't join us live. Follow us on Twitter at the Rad Batch. You can find us 
I mean, you're already here on YouTube, but the Rad Batch podcast on YouTube. And then on Spotify, if you uh, want to check us out just listening only or you want to check us out on your drive to work or something and not have to watch, you can check us out there. We're the Rad Batch on Spotify. All right. Also, oh, are, are our handles on our thing today? I can't yeah. see the... Okay, cool. So our handles are on our pictures. If you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, I think most of us are on Instagram. Two of us, two or three of us are on Twitter. So if you want to follow us there, you can follow us there as well. I'm and, terrible uh, at updating social media. If all I'm of this shit had come out, dog. if all of it had come out when I was younger, I would have been so good at it. But I am just, I don't know how to do it. If you uh, want to watch our cosplay builds on Instagram, or if you want to oh, come, oh yeah. yeah, we need to do uh, that. We e- have a lot of shit to work Star on. Wars opinions on Twitter. <laughs> you can follow us there. <laughs> Let's have an armor party, guys. We should. We're going to maybe in August. All right. Cool, cool. Thanks maybe maybe we'll make a video on that too. Woohoo! All right. Huh? See y'all later. Bye. Later.